0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Believe in Lions podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V. I'm your host, as always, Jack Cavanaugh, and I am joined, as always, by the NFL interception leader, the all-pro safety for the Detroit Lions, a man with a 9-3 record against the Chicago Bears, had a couple picks against them as well,
0: it's Clover Quinn. Yes, sir. Nine and three. You know what? And see, and I'm going to start out because I'm fired up already. I've been, We've been talking. I'm already fired up. But I've had conversations with Bears people, fans, players, friends. And I had to remind, like, guys, the Detroit Lions do not lose to the Chicago Bears, man. Like, we used to beat y'all every Every year, it was just, it's automatic two wins. Automatic. And, you know, this week, you know, we're playing the Bears. They got, I don't know, they're one of their fans. He's a comedian. His name is um, Mojo Brooks. And I be going at it with him on Instagram all the time. All the time. And this week, it's not going to be any different. Some not- fired up.
1: <laughs> fired up is a good way to put it. It's it's the Bears. I mean, you won nine games against the Bears before Matt Patricia came to town. You'd only lost to the Chicago Bears once in your career. Well, I don't know if you played them against the Texans. Probably beat them once. Once with the Texans, and you won that game too.
0: We won again. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you love playing the Chicago Bears, whether you're on the field, you're watching.
0: Love playing Chicago. Caught. I think I think I got more interceptions against Chicago than any other team in the NFL. Only, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love playing against Chicago. And I love going to Chicago. It's a beautiful city. It's a cool city. And I liked going there when it was cold because I just wanted to feel that, I mean, this is a great time to go to, are they going, no, they're at home, right?
1: Yeah, they're in Chicago in a couple weeks still,
0: though. Yeah. This is a great time to go to Chicago, though. It's holiday season. It's probably not as cold but it's still probably pretty, getting ready for Thanksgiving. This is probably a good time. But, I mean, in a couple of weeks, it'll probably even be even better. might be some snow on the ground and it's Christmas and all that good stuff. But, yeah, Chicago is great. I love, I love playing against those guys. Um, but we don't lose to Chicago. Yeah. And I look for that to continue this week
1: and it just it really feels like when you look at the NFC North as a whole when you talk about the Lions relationship with the other teams in their divisions with the Packers it's just pure hatred it's just we hate the packers the packers hate us and that's just what it is with the Vikings it kind of feels like a rivalry but not hatred the Vikings have their issues with the Saints the Eagles Vikings hate a lot of teams randomly and the Lions we we just beat the Vikings and then with the bears it just feels as though the respect is lacking. The Lions fans, the Lions players just know, yeah, we're better than the Bears. What? What's there to talk about?
0: Yeah, there is nothing to talk about. We're better than the Bears. We are better than the Bears. And we have been for a long time. And this year, you know, I saw something, I think it was last night, says Justin Fields is ready to return or wants to return. This ain't the week you want to come back, Justin. It's just not, like, you don't want this on your hands. Come back, then y'all get throttled. Let me stop talking like that before they, <laughs> the Lions be done lost. But <laughs> I'm just feeling good, man. I, I think I think this is going to be another big week for the Lions, man. It's a, week, it's a chance for them. You know, the thing I used to love about this time for the Lions when I played there is it's a great opportunity for you to – capture two quick wins play on sunday and you come right back and you on thursday morning for thanksgiving and the lines don't lose on thanksgiving and so for that to be two division of games chicago backdoor right back with a green bay a chance to get from seven and two to nine and two with two more division wins like, this is a great opportunity for the Detroit Lions. So I'm excited. I'm excited for those guys because I think Sunday is going to be a big day. And I think they'll backdoor with with a Thursday, Thursday win as well.
1: Bet Online is your number one source for your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting in your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B L E A V. Bet online where the game starts. And that's kind of what I'm thinking, because oftentimes you'll hear teams talk about looking ahead, looking past the team that they've got, and sometimes it can lead to some struggles. I don't see that with this Detroit Lions team, at least not when it's a divisional matchup against the Bears, followed by another divisional matchup against the Packers. I can't see the focus wavering because the team knows, hey, we get through this little patch here. And then we just get to enjoy Thanksgiving, get to enjoy the ten days off. This doesn't feel like a trap game, like some of the media want to pretend it is.
0: Right, I, I I don't think that's a trap game. I think the Lions are um, mature enough. They've shown that this year that they that they are mature enough. And I think, like you say, like they have the perfect schedule. Um, although I probably would have preferred maybe one more game in between. Um, but they just come off the bye, come off of a break. They played last Sunday. They'll get, you know, three games in, in, in this stretch, you know, Sunday, Sunday, Thursday, and then they'll get another break. And then, you know, they'll have, you know, I think six or seven games to finish out the season. Um, but I think it's perfect timing outside of, like I say, I wish maybe they'd had four games in between the bye and the thanksgiving break where you can just you know because sometimes you just get tired of sitting around and waiting you know what i'm saying yeah. you just came off the bye and you play now you got to go basically on another little break um but outside of that i think i think the lines are in a good spot and i think they'll definitely be excited you know to to capitalize on that detroit it is it, a great place to be around this time as well you know it's just like i say it's holidays it's beautiful out there with the with the trees and the colors and it just feels like thanksgiving and you know the bears the bears is a division of game and the lions will be fired up to to beat the bears they just will i don't think they ever look past the fact that we beat them all the time i don't think they look past the fact that you know they have injuries or just things that are going on i think they'll be fired up to to go out and play a very good division of football game
1: yeah and it's one of those it's expected but not a given the Lions are going to take it seriously but they expect to win they beat the Bears twice last year I don't care that Justin Fields come back Justin Fields had some success last year against the Detroit Lions but it was all with his legs he rushed for over 200 I think he almost had 300 yards in two games rushing but the passing stats were not up to par we all remember that interception Aiden Hutchinson had right before the half just things like that so does Justin Fields scare you at all or is it one of those things like yeah he can beat us with his legs but he's not gonna beat us for four quarters
0: right and that's the thing I I, I don't think he scared me in that in that regard you know if he had some really dynamic wide receivers and he was throwing the ball well and running well that would scare me the fact that he's just running i mean it's kind of like you know and in in baseball the ball moves a whole lot faster than people run right and so i kind of look at it like that in football it's like yeah justin fields you can you can scramble around and make some plays but if you're not throwing that ball up and down that field for two three hundred yards it's going to be tough to beat a Lions team. That's probably going to throw it up and down the field for three, 400 yards. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you're just not going to be able to keep up, put it like that. You're just not going to be able to keep up with, you know, everything that, that, that they're, that they're doing. They're putting it out there for you and you, it's going to be very difficult to keep up with that. And so, That's kind of my thing. Justin Fields doesn't scare me from a passing standpoint, and I think the Lions can outscore his running efforts.
1: That's kind of how I feel, too. On any individual play, I am scared of Justin Fields because he can take it to the house on any given play, but he's not going to do that every play for four quarters he's gonna have some mistakes and he hasn't really been practicing a whole lot he's had the thumb injury so when you see a quarterback that has a thumb injury what are you looking for as a defender how does that impact what you're looking for is the ball gonna leave his hand a little bit differently are you aiming for the ball more when he's in the pocket how does that impact what you are targeting
0: well I was a defensive back so I didn't really care about all that (laughs) stuff it's just can he throw or can he not you know I'm saying I don't have time to be looking at well, the ball is coming out a little different. His arm, like, I don't have time for all that. Is he gonna can he throw or can he not? And what I mean by can he throw or can he not is you can tell when a guy and a team know that he's only throwing because he has to throw. You know what I'm saying? Like and he's only gonna throw certain types of things, right? Like if you look back at 2009 when Stafford is in Detroit and he gets hurt versus Cleveland and he breaks his shoulder, but then he comes back in to that game, right? They're they're bringing him in to throw the ball, but they're at the 1-yard line, right? They're not bringing him in to throw the Hail Mary. They're not bringing him in just to hand it off to the running back. They're bringing him in to throw it, but they're at the one yard line. So he ain't got to throw it very far, right? That's kind of how I feel. You can tell if they come out and they're not allowing him to throw the ball down the field or he doesn't even look comfortable throwing the ball, right? You see him in warmups. He doesn't look very comfortable throwing the ball and then they come out early in the game and you see him running a little more and hesitant to make throws. Well, now you know, okay, he don't have the confidence to throw it deep down the field right now. Maybe his hand hurt. He hasn't practiced. But he don't have the confidence to throw it deep down the field right now. Everything that he's throwing is right now. Screen passes, quick slants, quick throws, right? He's trying to get the ball out of his hand. So now you start to play defense accordingly and makes it very difficult for these quarterbacks. So, you know, having a thumb, I don't know, you know, as a D lineman, I don't know if they're purposely trying to go and hit his hand. I mean, I think they're trying to get the ball. Yeah. You know, yeah, his hand is a part of the ball probably and it may get caught, but I just don't feel like that's, their mentality oh i'm trying to go hurt his thumb like guys we just trying to get the ball i don't want to hurt yeah we don't want to hurt people purposely things happen and you know what i'm saying but that's not the goal to go out and hurt somebody but at the end of the day i'm trying to get the ball and if your hand gets in the way of me getting the ball then i got to get your hand just unfortunately that is hurting
1: yeah, and when your hand isn't as strong of grip because your thumb hurts, the ball is more likely to come out as well wherever you get hit, even if it is just a regular sack, even if it's a scramble. So it's those kinds of things that I am wondering about because it's different than if it's, say, your index finger because your index finger is the one that puts the spin on it. It's You're probably not looking at wobbly balls. Am I correct? Nah. Yeah.
0: Nah. And like I said, it's a professional football. Like, if he can't throw spirals and you know, grip the ball well, he's not going to play. Yeah. I mean, like, for one, he's not going to want to play. And for two, the team's probably not going to put him out there. I mean, you want to put somebody out there that's going to give you the best chance to win. And if he can't throw the ball, hold the ball, he's not giving you a chance to win, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree. And it'll be interesting to see what Justin, what percentage Justin Fields is back to because it has been confirmed he's going to return. But this is also going to be a return of sorts for David Montgomery facing his old team. And I know we've talked about this plenty of times. Not every time you face your former team's a revenge game because a lot of the time you're happy with how you left. I don't think David Montgomery really loved his time with the Chicago Bears. I don't think he liked all the losing. And I think he felt disrespected that he wasn't offered a contract when he left.
0: Yeah, I mean and and that'll that'll play a factor in into it, you know. And the fact that it's, it's new, right? It's new. Like I said, sometimes people be in situations where kind of like me, right? Like when I left the Texans in after the 2012 season, I signed with Detroit in 2013. We didn't read we didn't play the Texans till two thousand and sixteen. You know what I'm saying? Like, the coaches weren't even the same coaches. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the management is the same, probably. No, the GM was gone. Like, it was just different. You know what I'm saying? If we'd have played them in 2013, then yeah, I probably would have felt some type of weight, right? Because I was in the same boat, right? Wanted to get signed, said it was going to resign you. Yeah, they didn't, yada, yada, yada. And now, we get to play each other the next year not 3 years later so for david that's how it is right he was just in chicago and now you get to play him two times this next the very next year i'm sure he's going to be pumped up he still has friends on the team like he knows people on the team like he's going to be ready to go and i mean lebron and kd said it the other day and no kd said it i saw uh because the Lakers played the Phoenix Suns the other night. And KD was like, for all you people who don't know basketball or something he was saying, basically he was saying, friends compete harder against each other, right? Mm -hmm. They compete. A lot of people think friends let you off the hook. No, we ain't letting you off the hook. I'm not trying to hurt you because you my dog, but we going to compete. Somebody got to pay for dinner. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like somebody got to pay for dinner, right? So we're going to compete. And so David's going to – he still has friends over there. So he's going to compete. He's going to run harder, you know? You know how many times he's been in practice with those linebackers and they just got to thud each other up and it's a thud and and the linebackers are talking smack about how they would have smacked you and you're talking smack about how you would have trucked them. Now you really get to do it. Now you really get to do it. All those DBs and everybody that's talking smack. Now you really get to do it. So they're going to be fired up for him. He'd be fired up for them. That's just a part of it. And this
1: is really setting up to be a kind of perfect David Montgomery game. Cause I don't know about you, but I think the lions are going to get up early. And I think they're just going to run the ball in the second half. It's just going to be a 30 touch for David Montgomery after they're already up by 21 points at half.
0: Well, I would say, I I would say different. Ooh, I would say different. I would say, yes, the Lions will get up, but I don't think it's just going to be a steady dose to to David Montgomery. If I was fantasy, I would get Khalif Raymond. Ooh, on my fantasy team. I will put him in this week. And the reason why I say that is because the Lions know that they have the quick turnaround. So if they get up on Chicago, I can't see them just running David Montgomery and getting him hit 30 times knowing that he got to turn right back around and go Thursday morning. Not a Thursday night game. You're going Thursday morning against another divisional team, right? So I can see them, if they get up, screens the Khalif Raymond, because they still want to run the ball, run the clock, but they don't want to just turn around and hand it off to David Montgomery 30 times. Yeah. Right? But we want to keep the clock moving. So let's get him some screens. Let's get him some speed sweeps. Let's let him carry the ball a little bit because he can run the ball. He can pick up a first down. We can mix it in, give David Montgomery a carry here, Jameer a carry here, a screen to um, Khalif Raymond, you know, a quick out for a first down to Laporta, a play play action first down first to, to Amon Ross St. Brown, another run. Another, you know what I'm saying? They can mix it up to where they can do high completion, high run uh, plays, but not just turn around and hand the ball off to David Montgomery to get hit 30 times when you got a short turnaround. Now, if he didn't have to play on Thursday, yes, because they know he's playing against his former team. And if he got a chance to to run it down the throat, you know, they probably will let that happen. But I think the fact that they got a bigger, they got a quick turnaround. I think Dan Campbell would be more interested in the bigger picture than David Montgomery rushing for 40 40 carries against the Chicago Bears. That would be my opinion.
1: That's a really good point. That is something that I had not thought enough about because you're right. It is a quick turnaround, and David Montgomery is a really important piece of the puzzle. You don't want to risk an injury to him. So yeah, you might be right. We might see just a little bit of everyone on Sunday for the Detroit Lions, a little bit of Khalif Raymond in the second half on those screens, on those jet sweeps, maybe even Craig Reynolds, RB three ends up getting some carries towards the end of the game. Cause we know it's going to be a lion's win and it's going to be a big lion's win.
0: Yeah. I mean, if that, if that's the case, you would definitely see Craig Reynolds and Khalif Raymond, Jamison Williams screens, you will see a lot of that. I'll i I'd be willing to bet on that.
1: I think the offensive line would have a lot of fun with that. And Su will pull and getting out in space and all of that. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for the offensive line, Hal Vaitai has ended his season. He is on injured reserve. He suffered the back injury. Graham slides right into that right guard slot. And so we still have a dominant offensive line, but it's always unfortunate. And we do wish Hal Vaitai a speedy recovery.
0: Yeah, I saw that I think I saw that yesterday and I saw that the Lions had the number one ranked offensive line in in the league and Graham was in that photo. So, um yeah, you you hate to see somebody go down. Um you wish him a speedy recovery. Um but they're deep. They 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 have they have some guys and Graham's Graham's been he's been there for a while. I remember Graham was there when I was there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Graham is just a He's just uh he's an old lineman for sure. This dude Graham used to, <laughs> this dude Graham used to wear a suit on Sundays uh, when we traveled, right? And after the game, they would let us wear like sweats back. <laughs> this dude Graham would put his suit in the suitcase. And he wouldn't pull it out until the next away game. Like when we got ready to play another away game, he's pulling his, suit. Oh, <laughs> wrinkled, no. wrinkled everything. Graham's like, ah, whatever. Like he's Graham's an old lineman, true. The picture that you have in your head of an old lineman is Graham. Like Taylor. Is not the picture that you have in your head of an O-lineman. Graham? That's the O-lineman.
1: It's just such a classic offensive line move. <laughs> Comes out first away game, probably looking all good, just got his suit. And then the next game is a little bit more ruffled. And then oh the next game, God. it's a little more ruffled. <laughs> and eventually, you've just got folds where there shouldn't be folds. The shoulder pads have caved in. Oh, yeah. goodness, Graham. Yeah,
0: yeah. Graham Graham's a funny guy, man. I like Graham. We used to be like we used to be locker mates. Do you think his locker, he's, huh? his think, locker was right next to mine?
1: Do you think he still uh wears the same suit?
0: He probably do. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised because that's Graham. I wouldn't be surprised if he still wears one suit. Well, they don't even make him wear suits anymore, I don't think. I see a lot of travel pictures and stuff when when guy when, when players travel. And they just be in like, you know, sweats or, you know, sweatsuits, (laughs) jogging suits or whatever. So I don't know if they make them wear suits like like we used to have to wear back in the days. And I guess we didn't, Coach Caldwell didn't make us wear suits. We just had to wear a jacket. So you could wear slacks and a jacket or whatever. It just was easier to wear a suit. And then when you when the leaders on your team were wearing suits and we were making like me and Stafford and Calvin and James Aheadable and Quandre Diggs and Tully and, you know what I'm saying, Sue. like when your guys are wearing suits and we getting dapper out there, everybody started wearing a suit. <laughs> you well, you know, know what I'm saying?
1: You got to compete. You got to look good like the That's vets. Right. You can't let the vets down. You can't let yeah. Glover Quinn down.
0: That's Right. We going a hey, dBs we're gonna be right we're gonna be right gotta yeah. represent so yeah 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 that was but like I said I don't think they do that anymore I don't think they make them wear uh, a lot of that stuff anymore
1: no I think it was Bro. an away game that we saw Benito Jones in the overall so that's a big change from a yeah, suit
0: yeah 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 they kind of let them they kind of let them get by with it now
1: uh, maybe Graham could uh rock the overalls. who knows
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Graham's a funny guy, man. Oh, man, I wish you guys. Uh, we need to get Graham on the pod. Man. Graham's a funny guy. Graham's a funny guy.
1: I would love to hear from Graham Glasgow, especially all he's done this season, too. It's just playing his way back into the hearts of Lions fans across the country. It's been beautiful.
0: Oh, yeah, and he's a Michigan guy. He went to Michigan, so he's he's funny. I like Graham. And hopefully so I he I look has- for the O-line to dominate. That's what I was going to
1: say. I'm hoping that Graham Glasgow and the rest of the line has a big game. They're pulling out of space. They're moving some people because this Bears defense hasn't been great. I mean, their last game, they did hold the Panthers to 14 or 13 points, but it's the Panthers. We've already seen what they've done. And before that, they gave up 24 to the Saints. They gave up 30 to the Chargers. And the Lions offense is obviously better than the Chargers offense. So that tells you something. It's just. It's not a good defense by any means. Even after adding Montez Sweat, they got a little bit better, but it's still not a defense that strikes fear into your heart.
0: Nah, I mean, especially on the road, too. I mean, if they're going to play good, be at home. But, you know, it's just been a lot going on in Chicago. It's just been a lot going on. You know, the D coordinator. Allen, he, he left early in the year and he's just. When they got rid of Roquan, Roquan Smith a couple years ago, it was like, what are you guys doing? Like, what are you guys doing? Really? You guys are, must be going in a rebuilding phase or something. And I think that's what they are. And I don't even know, is Eddie Jackson even playing? I saw him hurt the other week. When he's, I was watching
1: it. he's back. He came back against right. the Carolina Panthers. And uh okay. so I think he's gonna be in the lineup. But I don't know. know if he'll be back next year. I think he's a free agent and I think he might be yeah. on his way out
0: too. He's gone. He's gone. So yeah, I, I you know, I just don't know a lot about who's even on the Chicago defense. You know, like it just and and I hate and I hate to to be that way and just overlook this team because it is a division game and anything can happen. I understand that. I just don't know (sighs) the Lions will have to play really bad to lose this game. And I think if they lose this game, we still will spend more time talking about how bad the Lions played than how good Chicago played. You know what I'm saying? it It'd be like The Lions gave the game away. They were awful here. They were awful there. They couldn't this or that. As opposed to, man, the Lions played really good. The Bears just played great. I don't think we'll have that conversation.
1: Yeah, because to have that conversation, Justin Fields has to blow us away for four straight quarters, or the offensive line has to dominate for four straight quarters. Or the defense has to be making plays for forced straight quarters, and I don't see any individual of those things happening, let alone multiple of them coming together in the same game. So I, I hate being cocky because you never know what can happen. But I just feel so confident in the Detroit Lions against the Chicago Bears. Do you have any final score predictions?
0: Um. Well, I will. I will make a, a score prediction. I'm going to put it Lions 31. Because I can see them possibly coming out fast. And then, like I said, kind of taking the foot off the gas just because they know they got a short turnaround. So I can say Lions probably 31, Chicago 10, 31 10, something like that. I think they're three. I think they're three touchdowns better team than chicago so i go like 31 10 something like that
1: yeah that sounds about right for the lions versus the bears and the lions just continue to dominate and then they get the packers on thanksgiving at home can't wait to talk about that did you ever play the packers on thanksgiving i know you played the packers plenty of times but i think you'd had one against the packers didn't you? my
0: first year playing my first year in detroit we played the packers on thanksgiving we beat them like 40 to something. Aaron didn't play. He was out there talking smack. Aaron, hey man, my six years in Detroit, I had a winning record against the Packers too. Bump all of them. I think I had a winning record against every division of the team we played the Packers, the Dolphins, I mean, the Vikings, and the Bears. If I'm not mistaken.
1: I think I think we I think we calculated it. I think you were two games up on the Packers. I think you, know, you seven
0: and five against the Packers.
1: Yeah, I think you were seven and five against the Packers. I think you were a game or two up on the Vikings. Oh, we haven't played the Vikings yet, so I haven't done the math yet. I'll do that for the Vikings episode we do, but yeah. I know the Bears. The Bears, you have a six game lead on the Chicago Bears.
0: And I had a home I got a homeboy, Sherrick McManus, who played with the Bears for a long time. And I used to tell him, like, Cheryl, bro, we we beat y'all every year, man. Like, you guys didn't win. He was like, man, let me look at the – he started pulling out 2018. I'm like, bro, from 2013 to 2018, y'all might have won one time. Maybe. Yeah, well, we got 18, which is Matt Patricia's year. Y'all won both for games. But – Bro, we'll beat y'all eight times in a row. Literally. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Uh. So yeah. Yeah.
1: That's how yeah. it is with the Chicago Bears, though.
0: Yeah. I I'm gonna get on Instagram today. I gotta say something to Mojo. We gotta get something <laughs> going. We I- gotta get something going.
1: I cannot wait to follow up and see what you end up getting out there. I cannot wait to see the fights you're picking out on social media. Any final thoughts on the bears, the NFL, the lions or anything in general?
0: Oh man. Final thoughts. You know what? Nah, man, just, just enjoy, man. It's holiday season. Be safe. Enjoy some football. Um, love on your family. You know, I, we lost a, we lost, uh, one of my teammates, that actually played with me in Detroit, um, DJ Hayden. I uh, was killed in a car wreck on Saturday morning. Um, so keep them in your prayers. But love on your loved ones. Be safe. Enjoy the holidays and enjoy some Lions football.
1: Our thoughts and prayers are with DJ Hayden and his family, his loved ones, his friends, his teammates. And yes, just go out there, love up on your family, enjoy this weekend, enjoy your holidays. We will be back soon to talk about Thanksgiving, give you a little bit of something to listen to on your flight home, on your car ride over to your family, whatever it is. We will be there and we will see you next time.
0: Peace.